0: Right money my waters bloody final week of the year. Sensational. Boys, what a what a great event on Thursday, wasn't that a bloody rip snorter. Had a heap of fun. Oh, Hopefully great. the uh the
1: performance wasn't too shabby, but <laughs> Massive.
0: It was was wasn't
1: too shabby, yeah. The feedback to my face was okay. It <laughs> <laughs> was pretty awesome. Yeah, though. we'll take
0: our own bloody speaker next time. So we can, <laughs> that was bloody. Other than that, it was yeah. uh, bloody good fun. Sorry for there was that many people there and people that didn't get to talk to. I think we divided and conquered. But uh, yeah, it was awesome didn't get to have to, a full convo with all three hundred people. But um, it was sensational. Thanks everyone for coming. Thanks for the support. Fucking awesome night. Much appreciated. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Met,
2: met so many people. Cheers, Investor Hub for sponsoring the event. Yeah, cheers, cheers
0: Investor Hub. Co- bloody Co- Gold West Brewery for can... bloody letting oh, us run
2: it there. It was it wicked. great.
0: Tucker by Golden West, and yeah. uh, Investor Hub. Think of those beers you were drinking. <laughs> Investor Hub paid for half the pint. <laughs> and, so,
2: <laughs> and if the money mine is um, have some feedback before our next event, which um. We don't have in the pipeline yet, but just let us know what you liked and what you
0: didn't like, and we'll do you can more. make it anonymous, if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we do. We know the. Uh, the we'll get. Um, we'll get a big boombox next time for the bloody clear, Chris. You've got to have crisp audio, don't you, JD? You sure do, mate. Bloody good, right? Today, what are we getting into? A bit of Regis. A bit of a Regis, funky one. The yep. infamous Hedgebook. We won't have to talk about anymore.
1: Exactly, Leo. It's the end of an era. Mm. <laughs> it really is, Leo. Uh, Unfortunately for shareholders, they're not out of suspension just yet, but they've got a bit of news. WA One some resources, Elevate have got a, a bit of a I've got a bit of a funny one on them. Um, First Quantum some news as well as a couple comments from Rio Tinto. That's us for today. And uh, did you say WA One results.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: have a couple Comments Quick to make on their that. latest assays.
0: Some bloody volatile share movements. Eh? That's plenty. Oh, I love chatting about that shit. <laughs> bloody right. Now let's go, bloody, back to the past. A bit of a year in reflection for us and our OG sponsors. not it, bloody? Look at this. Look at the first day. What do you notice about this, boys? The first ever sponsorship, Prezo. Before we get into it, we have got a partner. Hey, we've hit the bloody big time partner Mate, anytime i, I you're married anytime exploration services is my new marriage <laughs> with money of mine <laughs> you know one thing i notice. What's that how much chubbier mine and trav's cheeks are
2: <laughs> now <laughs> mate, the move to west perth is not done as well with um, uh, jd still on
0: the fitness flat jd actually looks like he's 5 years older now <laughs> <laughs> chiselled mate <laughs> he started shaving oh mate look at look at the bloody ears the, the anytime exploration Year in review, mate. They started buying, ever since they come on board with money of mine, they started buying bloody Polaris' off-road vehicles. They've bloody expanded into geological services with Sarah Dyer coming on board in, in addition to everything else they're bloody doing. And mate, as we as we've said before, Seamus Murphy going forward to 2024. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, he's just fucking pumped. <laughs> Look at that. Just absolutely excited. He, it. I'm excited. He, just, like, he just keeps like, that's just coming up on my computer. I didn't even play that.
1: And that slide, that's looking a whole lot chunkier there. Yeah, I know. So much more on offer now. have
0: got the bloody, the geological services offering. Yep. You want a mineral resource estimate? Go hit up. Bloody Seamus Murphy. And like, as our OG first ever sponsor, the character, the bloke himself, going out, he was the first ever guy that uh, wanted to help us out and the first one that really bloody pushed it and mate, we cannot thank him em- enough because sh- if it wasn't for Seamus and the next pe- people I'm going to talk about, we might not even be here right now because yep. I would have had to have fucking gone back to work for sure, <laughs> I <could> tell- <laughs> you YouTube probably would have kept going but I would have been bloody absolutely doing anything for money. <laughs> So, so, I don't know, so I don't know who's had a more exciting Sheamus. year than Maddie.
2: Is it, um, is it bloody us or is it Seamus ever since you got, you know, Sarah Dyer joined the team there? Just a great partnership. I'm pretty I think.
0: sure Money of Mine has done what it is because of Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just think, well, it, yeah. I'm just I'm putting it down to that. I'm excited. Oh, Seamus is excited, mate, dear. Him, mate. Anything bloody exploration, people, mineral resources, soil sampling, off-road vehicles, bloody absolutely anything. Core cutting. Jeez, you got any core, core storage core as well, Core mate. storage. You get the core cut, then they'll store the cut core. What a bloody offer. now the next followers, yeah. our other OG sponsors. Do, I thought we'd do a bit of a highlight reel of their um, newspaper articles and like their presence <laughs> in the media. I love every Terra- time it
2: comes to, to promoting this um, this organisation. Just we'll go Google Terra Google what what which news which news entity is reporting <laughs> well, about. Well, I, <laughs> I thought I we'd actually
0: look at what were the best yeah. for the year. Oh, so if we like, okay. we go through and we'll give it, we can do a raid at the end. Like this was the first one uh, yeah. when DK joined. Terra Capital, but they end up just putting a picture of Bondi up there. So Mate, read c- read out the title for the hour uh, podcast. minute list. Mining Wiz joins Bond's natural resource fund. That eight, was eight one out of ten. The, and then you got here. You go. You got Bondi on Bloomberg here uh, yeah. having having a yarn. Now that is pretty high level stuff. Six out of ten. Then <laughs> Langers. Gets gets his beautiful mug in the AFR talking about his big lithium and copper bets. And it's an 11 uh, out of 10 profile. And then we've got another one. Jeremy Bond thinks this uranium deposit is a geological freak.
2: For, for the YouTube uh, listeners, that's my favourite photo of Bondy
0: right there. <laughs> the bull. The bull. But then Matty, I did- think the two things that just take the cake for Terra Capital's involvement in the media this year uh, right here. Have a look at that. Resource Investor Chat with Matthew Langsford and Rare Earths Masterclass with Dylan Kelly, both featured on the Money of Mine podcast. So I reckon that's probably the highlight. <laughs> but I'd say, look, great news articles, but I'd say, look at these. You, these are the two highlights for Terra Capital for the year. If you want to learn what they're all about, go and watch them. No, go watch them too. And then once you've finished them and if you just looking for something to do. Go check the newspaper articles. First port of call will be Money of Mine. Thanks. I think next year we've got DK another DK Masterclass coming up. We should do that, yeah. I yeah. think he's a bit of a he's a bit of a guru on the sedimentary lithium deposits. I'm hearing. Oh, it's starting to scratch ties. that surface. Yeah, and then uh, obviously the Bondi Tell All is still scheduled in. So, on behalf of Money of Mine, we would not be in this office if it wasn't for terror and any time expiration. Just absolutely kept us alive. Chucking a bit of mayo on top, possibly, but hey, (laughs) that's what it's all about. Boys, (laughs) let's bloody get into it. The Regis Hedgebook. This was um, come a bit unexpected, you'd say. We saw Capricorn do something similar a while back, closing out their hedgebook, paying the dosh. They had some got some put options and stuff attached to it, put contracts as well. But these uh, Regis have coughed up 98 bucks to pay out their 70,000 ounce hedge book. I think they had 63,000 ounces remaining that they closed out. Yeah, that's right. So they delivered
1: another 7,000. They had 70 at the beginning of the month, then 63,000 ounces is what they closed off. So it does feel like a, a bit of a, a year in review. We've spoken about this one a good few times. We've had the interview we did with Sean Russo going deep on hedging and everything and Regis was quite a common theme throughout that chat. Because it was hedged at
0: $1,517 an ounce that I've got here. Aussie. Aussie, Aussie. Aussie. Yeah, so about so half,
1: half half, the spot price. Exactly. So it was just a, a a liability that just, a can that just kept getting kicked down the road and eventually it just, you know, the, the, the sticker price just looked awful, didn't it? So they've made the call to close it out and we've... Thrown about a few ideas, so they they had 250 million dollars in cash and bullion. They didn't have to borrow anything; they could just close it out. Mm. But we were having a bit of a chat earlier about why they they might have done this, and we've got a few sort of theories to uh, to kick about. You got the obvious and one: why they
0: and why they've done it now and not earlier. Exactly. So
1: you've got the the obvious one: just be fully exposed to a, a pretty much record gold price. So that one doesn't need too much explanation you might have the the view that gold is going higher you think if you're running a gold firm you' kind of a gold bull you're also you know counter to that not wanting to the, the liability to continue to get bigger and bigger by you know just kicking the can down the road continuously so that might be one reason it also makes the the stock look more attractive or could make it look more attractive to new investors coming into the space looking at gold stocks hey look look at Regis They've got no hedging. They're fully exposed to a, wherever the gold price is. Bit of a re-rate. They might get a bit of a, a re-rate on, yeah. on that sort of idea. They might also have just looked internally, looked at their cash balance and think, hey, there's not an awful lot of good opportunities for us to allocate our capital to. So like I said, they had 250 bucks prior and they're thinking, hey, we need to do something with this capital. It's sort of burning a hole in our pocket. There's no great opportunities, no great M&A targets or anything like that this is how we're going to allocate that capital. And if you want to scratch into some ulterior motives, you could potentially argue that the proportion of ounces that they're going to be producing over the coming periods isn't an awful lot. And that means the amount that has to be delivered in as a percentage of their total production into these hedges isn't great. That doesn't look good. It doesn't you know, reflect well for, for cash flows. And then lastly, there might be some sort of M&A on the horizon and for whatever reason they just want to clean up the company and getting rid of this hedge book is is one reason. But that's a bit of a, a half-baked
0: yeah, hypothesis. Well, it could be, the, could be the M of the M&A. It could be like a, mer- a merger or some sort that might – getting yep. rid of the hedge book might be that overhang that companies would have been like, oh, geez, I don't like that. Yeah. But do you th- can you read into anything with this – of what you think they might be doing with McPhillamies? Because now that they're – were they keeping as much capital, much money available for the possible development of that in the future but now closing closing out that might mean that that mightn't be imminent on the horizon or not? Uh,
2: Not necessarily. I almost think that they've got like a clean slate now to, you know, um, initiate a project finance facility which would likely require a a decent amount of of hedging in and of itself um, on
1: that project. So – Completely see where you're coming from, and you might think, "Hey, they're a bit less inclined to develop this, considering they've just given away almost 100 million dollars to close this out." Mm-hmm. But my uh, my view is that they want to develop that. Yeah. And
2: it's I don't know what to talk about with Regis now that they don't have a, a bloody giant <laughs> hedge. Have an A. i's A. Talk, talking point gone. Oh, <laughs> well, the bloody
0: word! The word on the decline for, for ages was bloody Regis and Gold Road were merging, but. That's, That's gone a bit quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, I mm. think I... haven't yeah. heard that for a while. So yeah. will they be merging with someone else? Maybe. <laughs> will they, boys?
1: Maddie, WA1, they came out with some
0: more assays. Yeah, it's three, three-way ding, ding, dig yep, here. We're ding, all the olders in this one. So first are their diamond drill hole intersections. So it shows that the mineralisation goes down to, well, still present at 156 metres, but the intersections are a lot thinner. So 1.4 and 2.8 metres. So they've... They've got, uh, I think it's about 131 assays still pending, uh, still on the way. So they've got they've drilled 233 holes all up. 30 of them are diamonds. So 102 reported, 231 still due. So, yeah, interesting price movement today. So it it had a bit of a run on Friday. Went up about eight percent, but then it it opened at ten dollars today. But from that open, it then just absolutely crated and went down. It was down like to bloody seven bucks ninety-eight at one stage. So it was um yeah, very, very interesting. Everyone, everyone thought it, it can be perceived it can be perceived that like this 150 meters over 0.6% is like, oh the grades dropping off yada yada. But it's all remember the chat with Bogan and Emmanuel Datt, it's all a function of how these carbonatites form. And the way it's been explained to me is that these these its like a big conveyor belt. of carbonatite's coming up through the bloody fresh rock, and once it hits that oxidation weathered section at the, close to surface, this conveyor belt stops, and then just that's where it just displaces all the all the high grade niobium. It's all present in that weathered high grade weathered section up close to the surface. So the yeah. these ones down deep are like thin. Yeah. high-grade intersections, but you're not really – it doesn't sound like you're going to find these big, thick, mass high-grade things down deep. It's just yeah. it's all it's the blanket. function of that yeah. oxidation profile. So, yeah, it's – but, look, could be profit-taking, could be one of the big holders, locking in profits um, at the high prices. Could – they did have the comment in there about their suspending activities now until Q1, suspending drilling – and restarting in Q1. Um it's a bit warm up there. Yeah. So they might, whether investors are thinking, oh, it's going to be a bit quiet, a quiet period while well, they're not drilling, but they've still got 131 assays coming. So yeah, God, yeah it's just a... You, you love a, the it, price action stuff. Yeah. <laughs> love love <laughs> the price. Love it. It's, it's thinly it, traded. It, it's not like a, a super liquid stock. Mm, yeah, yep. yeah. But it is it is pretty high volume for today compared to other days. So anyway, it's pretty. They uh, they were all bloody hot. Copper was bloody going off when it was ten bucks, and then the comment. Seem to get a lot more negative as they as the <laughs> price went down. So, yeah,
1: it's a bit it's a bit of a short term view. They've still got twenty five bucks of cash, so they're all good on that front. The as you just sort of said there, the mineralisation style is something that sort of you know forms close to the surface, and I think mm. most of the substantial shareholders aren't looking for something that plunges down or anything
0: like that it's very different worried about 150 meter deep uh thin veins Mate, at the moment no. i Sorry. saw uh, did
2: you guys see manual dat go substantial on friday i did yeah, i think yeah. 5.04 yeah. or 5.03
0: yeah.
2: percent of the company now held by yeah Datt. daddy <clears throat> he's bloody he's on it. he's on a beach in thailand he told me today when i asked him if he'd contribute to our future segment
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> wrapped up <laughs> God, if this <laughs> bloody God, if you yeah, yeah, much if this goes off, he's gonna have bloody own the beach, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, next up, JD, Winsome resources. Winsome. So this is one we have
1: not spoken about in the past. They've come out with their maiden mineral resource. So 59 million tons at 1.12% lithium from the Adena lithium project in the James Bay region of Canada. So the the resource that they've come out with is based off of a bit over twenty, a bit over twenty-seven kilometers of drilling that they've done, and like I said, it focuses on Adena. It doesn't take into account the other sort of spod pegmatite mineralisation that happened to the the east and west of um, what they've what they've laid out here. So the resource consists of two adjacent pegmatite dikes, what they call the sort of main zone and the the footwall zone. Each, from a tons perspective, chips in roughly twenty-nine million tons. The The uh, mining method, they've sort of wrapped around this. Obviously, it's just a a resource, but they're talking about a potential of development in one large open-pit mining operation. So still got five rigs churning away. They've got 25 kilometres of drilling assays pending. So that'll come in in the next few months, and they're expecting to deliver a resource update in the first half of next year already, and they want to publish their first study in the second half of next year. So if you look at the, the share price, it's barely moved today it's come off over the past, you know, few months of the past year, from a bit over two bucks to now about a dollar. So you've got the the trend that you often see in discovery of the excitement discovery, kind of like that the first wave up on the Lasson curve. And then you sort of get to that resource. You get hit with a bit more realism. You get some numbers actually wrapped around the thing. And then you start to look development in the eye and realize it's a, a long time to come. Granted, I do still see that a lot of the assays need to come into the resource. So there could be substantial tons added
0: to the uh, the resource in the coming few periods. And then uh, North American lithium's just the flavours are the um, lithium price coming off significantly, plus the North American flavour seems to have died off a bit. So they've had obviously that against them as well. 100%. Yeah. You've got yeah. SPOD
1: now trading. Last time I looked at 1,100. You've got. James Bay just not having a great reputation for development. Yeah.
2: And then the, the and bigger the, peers in the area. Yeah. Been... And the m a was all, well, the m a activity was all in Western Australia. So I just think by virtue of the their m a concentration, like the, the interest in North America waned.
1: Absolutely. So just to round out on some, they've still got 70 million cash. They're trading at about 200 million market cap. So obviously five rigs isn't a, a cheap exercise, but they should be fine for quite, quite
0: a while to come yet. Oh, right, what's going on in the, uh, happening in the sin bin uh, with Leo Lithium? Still <laughs> Leo. still in the bin, yet to come back on the field yet? It has been
1: news light for the last couple of months. So they've announced that they've come up with first funds from Gangfang. So they came out with this agreement, I think September 14th from memory was the, the date. They had this equity investment agreement with Gangfang, who's obviously the JV partner at Gulamina. So... Gangfang will sole fund the next US $137 million in capital costs. So half of that being, well, a bit less than half given the percentage ownerships being um, Leo's stake in that. That was all previously announced. In return, Gangfang's stake increased in the, the joint venture to 55% compared with Leo's 45%. That's sort of pre the, the government's free carried interest being taken into account. Leo's been in suspension for almost three months now. And you guys will remember that before that they were only out of suspension for roughly a week or so and they were in suspension again for six odd weeks before that. So it's been a tough old ride for Leo shareholders and, you know, if you, if you sort of look around and try and, you know, put it into perspective, Firefinch obviously very news light as well. Not much has happened on that front, so... Shareholders are just sort of hanging out now waiting for waiting for updates that are coming in pretty thin at the moment, you know. So. so
0: longer the shorter we wait we're waiting to see what the Mali government wants to do.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's been very info light. We don't know what's going on, so we'll just have to wait and see for them to come back out of uh, suspension those shares to start trading again.
0: Mm, uh- TMT and AVL in trading halts. We're going to get yeah. we're going to rip into that tomorrow, aren't we? See what yeah. the bloody hell's going oh, on. Hopefully, there. there's
2: some news tomorrow. But um, I think you merger know, update. Yeah, I suspect, possibly. I suspect it's just they're in a trading halt. There's a period of negotiation now between um, you know the, the the dealing parties and the revolting shareholder group would be my best guess. And um, you know I'm sure everyone who's trying to get a deal done would be able to um you know release a revised. Deal that has the support of the rejecting shareholders, so it has a greater probability of um of passing if there's a vote. But again, I wouldn't be holding my breath either because um, sometimes revolting shareholders can have have high expectations that are tricky to to meet. So
0: is that TBA? Uh, just to rehash on what your great session you did the other day, Trav. Full compliments to the chef there, mate. <laughs> um, that revol there are, what seventeen percent worth of TMT the revolting shareholders? Yes, right correct. Abouts. Yep, seventeen percent. Yeah, that's. Possibly enough to block the scheme.
2: Yeah, based on – like uh, I think based on voter turnout, that is
0: that is enough, probably yeah. probably going to block it. Yeah, right, yeah. we'll go into that tomorrow. Tomorrow I have also got some – we're getting into oil and gas tomorrow. Gotta, <laughs> we, we are. We've got a bit of a guru <clears> that's coming. in going to talk about the uh, Santos-Woodside potential merger. Again, the town. And a bit on the bloody lay of the land of oil and gas, which uh, we are not experts on, but we are For now, now – Based on Speak listening. Speak yourself, to mate. Fun. I'm a bloody expert. You, you know, <laughs> <just> <laughs> fucking knew a lot more than me. Right, JD, EL8. Bloody, oh, uranium. Gents, did you, What's did going you, guys, on here?
1: Did you guys see this one late last week? I uh, did. I saw, yeah. the, I saw the term sheet coming yeah. up for it, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's nothing flash. We don't normally make a comment on a capital raise, but there are a couple of details that stood out. So I thought I'd give them a special mention. So uranium is hot lately, right? And when when stocks and you know commodities are running hot, you can usually get away with capital raisings on more favourable terms, but that wasn't the case with Elevate, with the uh, the ticker EL8. So they did an offering at a, a roughly fifteen percent discount on a on a five day VWAP. They also had to attach a uh, an option in there as well, exercisable at sixty cents. Now they last closed at fifty one point five cents. So it's not a, a massive leg up you have to get for that uh, that opie to uh, be in play. They also had to pay out a 6% raising fee, went to the joint lead managers, and those joint lead managers got 3 million options as well. So I just thought I'd give them a special mention for the- uh, <laughs> I think,
0: what are they, about 48 today, I think? I yeah,
2: think. give or take, I think 45 when I last looked. And, and to clarify, JD the reason this is interesting is because you think uh, uranium's hot, you, you can raise at a tight discount, blah blah blah. But the reality is, this is still, you know, incredibly expensive raise that they've, they've had to endure.
1: Exactly, an expensive raise. I don't know if the uh, the company could have pushed for better terms themselves. So maybe this was all that was yeah. up for state, uh, up on offer for a company with their projects and and the like. Mm. But they're not they're not a tiny company. Yeah. I think we looked; they're capped at one hundred and twenty odd million dollars. So. Ra-
2: raising at this time of year is it gets trickier and trickier as well because um you know funds are less likely. Well, Instos are less; they have less appetite because liquidity just dries up. You know, yep. this is the last week of the year right now that you could possibly at all execute um, a, a capital raise. So um, absolutely, we'll see. We'll see how many more. So that, they had up seven up. million bucks
1: prior. They raised ten. Maybe they didn't want to get to the point whereby you know January they have to sort of show their accounts again, show that they've got quite a small cash balance. Maybe that's why they were a bit rushed to do it in. Late last week, and hence the terms weren't so favourable. But
0: because that that six percent's usually five or four, our hey? Oh, six is six is at the high end, but it's okay. Yeah, yet.
2: but you know when you throw in the 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 oppies the um, the big discount, and and all and all the works, it, attaching up the broker options. Like yeah, for for the hottest commodity at the moment, it's bloody um. I yeah. mean, look at Boss. They
1: obviously a much bigger name in the sector, but what did they do at discount of five percent?
0: I think mm-hmm.
1: less than five percent.
0: So. It's right, show. Jada, your uh, little pet project you got going on here. First Quantum's cobra Panama. Yeah, I I can't stop talking about this one, but I I find it
1: just incredible. So the the government of Panama has now told First Quantum to shut down the mine. So earlier in the week, the Supreme Court ruled that the uh, the concession they'd been given, the two decade concession, was unconstitutional. So unfortunately, First Quantum has now had to lay off four thousand workers. Last wow. month, they'd had to. Uh, suspend 7000 workers and it's just sort of fascinating to put this Jesus into cross. into context this mine single-handedly accounted for 5% of Panama's GDP so you you know that the GDP growth is going to have a bit of a markdown with this mine going offline the the country itself might even lose sort of investment grade status and attracting foreign investment as a as a country will be a lot harder going forward. What's the
0: how much copper do they produce globally? What's the global percentage? The, so
1: they had produced 350,000 tons. They were looking to produce about 400,000 tons in the coming year. That is roughly 1.5% of the global copper supply. So yeah. an enormous amount for a single mine to to produce. First Quantum had spent US 10 billion dollars building Cobre Panama. So it's just an astounding amount. And as a quick reminder, the uprising was over them being given the concession to mine for another two decades. That concession had come with the terms that First Quantum would pay US three hundred seventy five million dollars per annum to the government of Panama, as well as a profit based royalty of between twelve to sixteen percent, which is a bloody high. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty high royalty payment to to be made. So First Quantum, as you'd expect, they're looking around their portfolio of assets and they're looking where can we, you know, put any money we might have, where can we grow and expand and give investors something positive to look at? So they're going to put the foot down on some growth projects. They've got two operations in Zambia, and they're going to put some more money into there. They've they've indicated on the Cobre Panama side of things that they don't want to go to arbitration. Panama has an election coming up next year, so we could still see that they come to an agreement that the government gets a, a big stake in the mine and the terms are revised again. So I don't think all hope is lost at at Cobre Panama, but it is a, it's a very tense political and social situation there, which is a bit out of our uh, area of expertise. Oh
2: God. Out of our expertise, not yours, mate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. If you, if you look (laughs) at the- You
0: do copper, Trav, you're all in gas. (laughs) If you look at the, the,
1: looking at stocks, which is our area of expertise, first quantum <laughs> stock has lost two thirds of its value in about six or seven weeks. So Jesus Christ. We're talking 14
0: about- billion Canadian.
1: Yeah. Wiped away. Yeah. So just just pretty jaw-dropping sums.
0: Mm, buddy, uh, before we get into the next bit, Rio's comments on lithium, mate, mm-hmm. the merch is live. Boys. Bloody Just follow, the the, follow the the shirts, merch. The merch is shirts. Bloody, <laughs> go, go, follow the links in the show notes, buddy. Go, go, go grab a shirt for Christmas. That's it. Look at the uh, the beautiful model oh, demonstrating all the shirts. Well, <laughs> I didn't suck me gut in enough for her, and me belly button showing, but uh, I think you looked great, mate. Thanks, <laughs> mate. Go grab a bloody money of mine shirt if you want a bloody good Christmas present. Yeah. nothing better than a good Barbie out the back. Drinking piss in a money of mine shirt over the Christmas break. Now that is living, Barry. Get your kids one, get your grandparents one. <laughs> Just your parents. Load the, get one for your kids when they grow up if you haven't got the size for them. Bloody great <laughs> hot property. Mate, what's going on? Rio's comments on lithium JD. Geez, this will be bloody riveting, I reckon. Mate, a couple comments to uh
1: to close us off. So Jacob Stolzum, the um the CEO of Rio, has um made a few comments on Lithium. So it might interest a couple of punters out there in some smaller lithium stocks. So they've taken the view that lithium companies are still very, very expensive. They've oh. stressed again that they do want to build a lithium business. The trick is to build it cheaply and as competitively as possible.
0: So not rocket science there. I don't know. Rio liked doing that. <laughs> imagine how, It's imagine, a bit out of their DNA Imagine okay. how many, me, imagine how many m- meetings they would have had to come to that thesis <laughs> yeah. In a big organisation Exactly So um, and, the y- ca- and the catering for them too Like all the food <laughs> they have to provide for the meeting Oh yeah, that's an expensive bloody term that one You're on the money yeah. there
1: mate Obviously, sort of negotiating one hundred and one to to talk down people you want to you want to have a swing at, but there's a couple comments there that uh, punters out there can get themselves excited and think Rio yeah. might take them out. So, <laughs> they
0: were my they were my thoughts on what.
1: Mr. Stiles, I'm to say.
0: Oh, I love your bloody work. Righto. Bloody, stay tuned for a bit of oil and gas. Spectacular tomorrow. Jesus, bloody yep. riveting stuff. I loved it. I
1: thought it, was, I thought it was a great chat. You don't have to be mega up the up the curve on oil and gas. It was pretty, um, we covered, you know, domestic gas policy, all these sorts mm, of things. East that, versus
0: yeah. West Coast. Bloody good stuff. Righto. Thanks to all their bloody great, the true friends of the show. Terra capital and any time expiration at the start of the show also got a bloody investor hub if you want to get at t- take a look at investor i've got rory's email in the show notes Bloody get in touch we bloody love that product uh, shaking up the investor relations industry mate dsi underground we've got mcmahon mining title services future proof consulting kca site services brooks airways and the bloody rock crushing experts k drill hooteroo hooteroo money miners